The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Welcome back to Hunting Home. I have been on a podcast hiatus for about probably six months, so today we have Julie Eden. She is our 2024 Southwest Iowa Board of Realtors president, and I thought you'd be a great first guest to kind of get the podcast rolling again. And like I said, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit better, Julie, um, especially with with my new role as treasurer this year. And then, you know, kind of one of our goals as a board is to get more involvement. And I think that comes with better understanding of what the board is, what the board does, the association, and then what you do as president. So if you just want to take a minute to introduce yourself, kind of a little bit of your background, who you're working with now, and kind of your new role. Thank you, Blake. I'm so happy to be here today. And as Blake said, my name is Julie Eden. I'm the current president of the Iowa Association of Realtors, the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors. And I also am a realtor myself. I'm an associate broker with Mankey Auction and Realty. So we are both an auction business as well as a real estate business located in Trainer, Iowa. I'm originally from Southeast Nebraska, so it's good to be back home. I've been away for many years and I'm glad to be back home near family. So being a real estate agent is one job and really serving, especially as president, but even some of the higher roles at the association are a pretty big commitment. I mean, if you ask me as on a volunteer basis, it's a pretty big commitment. And then, you know, just as as a new, just recently more involved outside of just being on a couple committees, you know, you quickly learn that there's there's a lot of moving parts. So what, for the person that doesn't know, maybe even the real estate agent that's part of our association that doesn't understand, what was your journey kind of starting with the association to being board president? So my journey, actually, I would say starts before becoming involved with the association. For 30 plus years, I was an operations director for Fortune 100 companies, leading large back office and customer service teams. So there's always lots of moving parts when you're involved with something like that. When I became a realtor in 2015, my broker said to me, you need to get involved. He himself had been very involved and so I started out on the finance committee as my first committee to, to join. And from there, it just took off. I have been able to learn a lot about the association. And as you said, there are many, many moving parts. But I also got to know realtors on a different level mm -hmm. than if I were just doing a transaction with them, you know, of buying and selling a house. And I've made lots of new friends, both locally and then at the state of Iowa, too, with the Iowa Association of Realtors. Okay. And so you started out, I'm assuming, just on the finance committee. Then you probably became chair as treasurer and then vice president and president and so on. Or did you have any time gap? 
I mean, you would have had to have some type of time gap in there, right? Yeah. So it didn't go exactly that way. And I have to try to remember. I started out as on the finance committee and then I got involved in other committees, but primarily was put on the board shortly thereafter. So I ended up doing two terms on the finance committee, plus I had been on the board before I actually became treasurer and started working my way up through leadership within the association. Okay. So you start, you get your feet wet, you know, with your past experience, you know, I can definitely see the fit for you. What would you tell somebody that's maybe a new member or maybe somebody that's been in the business for 10, 15 years that just has never volunteered or been any part of any committee or really been that involved with the association? What would you tell that person is, you know, besides meeting, you know, gaining those relationships, what would you say is, you know, some major benefits of that? I would say you will learn so much. You know, you pay dues every year, but you don't really know what they go to or what they're for. You pay MLS dues and you don't really know what it's going towards. Mm -hmm. But once you get involved, you start to see what it goes towards. All of our training that we do for our members from the association, any activities that we do, such as just social get-togethers, all of those, any public relations we do out in the community, all of that, just keeping the board office running, mm -hmm. all of that is a service we provide to our members. And there's no way of knowing that, really, yeah. until you get involved. And then you start to learn so much. And I don't know about you, Blake, but I'm not too old to learn. Yeah. So I've really enjoyed actually being involved and just working with other realtors for a common cause, as opposed to I'm just yeah. out there trying to get every deal every day. Yeah. And for me, I guess just recently, you're focused on your local area and your local board. We've had many conversations with agents like you that are on the quote unquote fringes and being part of multiple associations, but you really, being involved makes you look at the big picture, especially, you know, with everything going on lately with different associations with our state level and our national level is you have to be more aware of those things to be well-versed in your local mm -hmm. association. So for me, I've learned a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have paid as much attention to, but because of my involvement, I feel like I'm, I'm obligated to and to have a discussion, you know, with the board, you have to kind of watch the big picture things to be, to know what's going on in your local association. Yes. yes. And to guide your local association, make them aware of challenges that may be coming mm -hmm. in the industry, opportunities that may be coming in the industry. Those sorts of things are the types of things in leadership that you're looking for to be able to provide to your local board. Yeah. And you only get that in some cases through a lot of reading, but also <laughs> through paying attention to what's going on and being involved at the state and national levels. Yes. So on that note, you're also in, involved at the state level, correct? Yes. And yes. what is your role? 
So ironically, I'm on the finance committee at the state level. I've been doing that for about a year now and into my second year. And then I just rolled off of a three or so year term on the state forms committee. Okay. And the state forms committee is one that reviews all of the contracts that are provided by the state to members. And we've been going through a process of updating those, making sure they include the latest legalese and also, you know, want to make sure that they fit as many of the practices as possible across the state. Mm -hmm. So it was a wide group of people that were involved and we've rewritten a number of contracts now. That's a tough duty because if you're outside of this business, it's much more complex than what just the everyday person would probably think, even our board office. But when it comes to like the contracts, you would think, why don't you just have one contract? Why don't you just, everyone uses the same one and you move on. But it's, that's hard enough to do just in a small association, but to do it statewide is a totally different conversation. And there's sometimes not enough time to make small changes, let alone make large changes that are going to affect the entire state. Yes. And that's, you know, that's one thing that's, that's really stuck out to me is just in, in the opinions that I had before being more involved have changed just because there's a lot more complexity to really all aspects of our local association, the state, and then of course on the national level, but getting everyone on the same page on a lot of different topics and then also running the board office as a business. It's actually a, a decent sized business. A lot of people probably don't realize that. Probably a lot of agents in our association don't realize that. Yes. So that's what I've found most interesting. Yes. So as president, what's your duties? You know, what, what are you a part of? You know, you're obviously sitting in on all these different committees that are part of the structure of our association and then obviously overseeing the board of directors. What's day-to-day? What's day-to-day is we're, you know, now actually at the beginning of the year starting to set out our focus and our activities for the remainder of this year. We try to have a two-year view, if not three, on what's coming down the pike and what we want to accomplish. That gets revised, obviously, as we go along and, and every year. But for the moment, right now, the board has been reviewing its three-year strategic plan. And so we've had discussions about that And then what needs to be done to fulfill that strategic plan? From there, that has rolled now to our committee heads who have an idea of what their focus is for the year and the next couple of years, in fact. So they're in the know. So it's really setting up that structure that allows the volunteers, and we have many volunteers, but never enough, but it allows the folks involved in that structure to be successful. And so I think that is one of the important things that a president does. Obviously, the president also is responsible for supporting our association executive that runs our board office, and she's fantastic. But, you know, we handle member complaints. We handle member requests. There's quite a bit to her job 
for just keeping updated on members who might come and go and making sure they're set up with what they need on the multiple listing service, et cetera. And so it's making sure that we're supporting her in the right way. And it's also just monitoring to make sure that we're working towards that vision and mission that we have as an association. That's basically it. I try to attend as many or will try to attend this year as many committees, Mm -hmm. meetings as I can. I won't make all of them, but I will certainly do my best. And, you know, it's attending state meetings. It's attending state conferences. It's not just attending the meetings for the committees that I'm involved in, but attending some of the meetings for the other committees as well so that we can understand really what's coming down the pike and what's happening at the state level. It also involves going to the national conferences and understanding what's happening nationally as well. Yeah. So it makes for a busy year all the way, all the way around. Certainly. It's, it's a kind of an interesting setup that there's really one person that is wearing a lot of hats and then quite a few volunteers that have to make the world go round. And if those volunteers aren't really committed or involved, it doesn't really go around. I was sitting in our meeting this morning and I was looking at all the different committees and counting the people that are involved. Because most of the time, I mean, obviously, if you're on the board of directors, you are probably involved in some other committees. But there's about 30 people that are involved with the different committees, which is about 10% of our membership, which I found was pretty interesting. But it it is interesting, just our meeting this morning, having like an education chair, education committee chair that seems very excited and is very ready to go, how different the year can look if you have that person compared to somebody that's was maybe kind of forced into the position and is not that interested in doing it. And it's in, in the big picture, it's better for all of us if we have those people but it's the real estate business I think is very selfish and you know people are always focused on their production their business their sole business and it's hard to see the big picture sometimes of taking your time to do those other things to make everyone's business better including your own you know it's I don't know how you explain that to somebody and get them to take the step without getting their feet wet a little bit. Right. You know, and new members, the same thing. We've had that discussion about sometimes they don't even really know where to even start. And if we're not inviting those people to do those things, they probably never will. That's right. That's right. A lot of times it's encouragement from a broker that gets you involved or a friend at your office that Mm -hmm. encourages you to get involved. But like you said, it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good of both our members of the association, but it's for the greater good of the public too. And that's what we keep in mind when we're doing this. And that's quite frankly, what makes it fun for me. Don't get me wrong. I love my clients, but this allows me to use talents from a previous job or role that Mm -hmm. I've had and bring those and hopefully apply those to 
my leadership position at the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors. Yeah. So it's a good place for people to start is just with the committee that meets briefly. Yeah. And by that, I mean a committee that maybe only meets the first few months of the year and then that's their charter for the year or another one that meets once a month. It's only once a month, right? <laughs> it's, it's like you say to yourself about exercising, you can take an hour out of the month. Yeah. Right? You can take an hour out of your day to exercise. Right? So, you know, if it's an hour a month for four months, is that too much of a commitment for you? Or is that something you could do to start to see what involvement is like at the association? So we've designed our committees. Some are very short term in nature mm -hmm. and just at one, you know, for one specific purpose and others are intensive where they're all year long and they have lots of involvement throughout the year. But if you don't know where to start, starting on some of those shorter mm -hmm. terms are kind of a great way to get yeah. your feet wet. Start on the golf committee. You start on the golf committee, yes. <laughs> the chair has that one figured out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much. Uh, that's where I started. Yeah. And I mean, it, weirdly enough, you know, I my mentor said, you know, you should get involved. Just get involved. It'd be good for you. And so kind of that initial place where there was a spot and probably where anyone was like, well, that's an easy place to have somebody come on was the golf committee. And there wasn't a lot of work to be done. We didn't really meet that often, but I got to know a couple people better that um, were involved in a lot of other things, which led me to be involved in a few other things. And, you know, to show up not that much longer, a couple years later and be in what I'd consider a pretty important role with the board, I would have never done that without getting starting somewhere. And that's another good example. I know she won't mind me giving her name, but Claire Cross, pretty new agent, told her, you know, you should get involved. She's on the YPN committee. She's that That's a perfect fit for her. And now she gets to kind of see the rest of the board just through being on that committee, mm -hmm. which is literally just party planning. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be like the nitty gritty forms and bylaws or <laughs> MLS committee or finance, you know, it doesn't have to be that stuff. Yeah. There's, there's many different types of committees to your point. We've got committees on diversity, equity, inclusion. If that's your bag, then, mm -hmm. you know, that might be a committee you want to consider. If you're a numbers person, then finance might be something you want to consider. If general leadership is your thing, then you might want to consider getting some experience and then rolling forward as an officer in the organization. If you want to know more about the multiple listing service, the MLS committee is a great thing yeah. and a great way to get involved. So if you want to do marketing and PR yeah. and that is more your, your thing, then get involved with the marketing and PR committee. So there's a number of different committees. We have 14 in total right now. We might be able to combine some next year, but for right now, they've each got such a targeted area of focus it makes sense to have that many mm -hmm. and you know give any one of us a call and we'll be glad to get you involved yeah so you know we have a strategic plan for the next couple of years but 
just generally, where do you see with your leadership and then looking at the Southwest Iowa Board of Realtors moving forward the next couple of years? You know, what's your goal? Kind of like, what's your North Star? What do you want to accomplish? And where do you see like overall the big picture of the board to move from now to say 2026? So I think there's a couple of areas. We need to do a better job of PR for our members and for our association to the public. So we can elevate how realtors are thought of potentially in the public. We can support the good reputations they have and we can do more of that. And a big part of our strategic plan is about that. The second part of our strategic plan though is about giving back to our members Mm -hmm. and ensuring that they have the tools they need going forward. I think the next couple of years are going to be interesting given what's been going on across the nation. And so we are watching that very closely to be ready to prepare our members for changes. That'll start as early as this year, potentially. And I think those are two big areas for us to focus on over the course of the next couple of years. And and for you personally, I mean, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself becoming, you know, after your presidency, do you see yourself being more involved at the state level? Do you see yourself continuing to be more involved? Or is this kind of like, hey, I'm going to, which is very fair to me, I'm going to serve as president. It's a big ask, um, in my opinion. And then I can say I did it and I can move on. Well, it's funny. Sometimes past presidents say, okay, I just need a break yeah. for a little bit. But honestly, I would love to increase my service on the at the state level. I love the local association, so I can't imagine not being involved in that yeah. at some level. It will depend on what future leaders want yeah. and who they want on their committees, too. But I, my plan is to stay involved. Yeah, I, I could definitely see how you go through the ranks, you serve as president, you serve as past president. I could definitely see how after that you could say, you know, I want to step back and just focus on other things for a while. Because not painting the picture that it's overly time consuming, but there is a lot to think about. But I could also see how it'd be hard to just completely step away from it after you've put that much time and effort into trying to steer the ship a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's it's super important. I think what's interesting is like with the board of directors, even the committees in general, is having the people that have been in the business maybe 25 or 30 years. They've served different roles through time. And then you have a completely new mix of people that are maybe a couple years in. And then what's really interesting, too, is that people come from so many different backgrounds. And like you said, there's so many different committees and ways to be involved that people's expertise, their past experiences can really pay off to help our board overall. Talk about like the finance committee, people being in past basically accounting roles, bookkeeping roles, how important that could be. Because as finance chair, I can look at a statement and catch something, but, you know, I'm no CPA. So it has, it helps to have other people. I mean, just with our last meeting, having some communication, I looked through it. I didn't really see anything that was, I had a couple of questions, but then you noticed something that you brought to my attention. And so having different eyes on things, it's, it's neat how 
it just all kind of works. So I really appreciate you coming in today, taking the time. I know you got a lot going on, so thank you. Well, thank you very much, Blake. We appreciate your service to our board, the many ways you have served and now being our treasurer for two years. I know it's a big commitment, but can't thank you enough. You're going to be a great asset to us. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have you back on towards the end of the year. We'll see how things go okay. and see if you're say, hey, I'm done after this or say, hey, I really loved my year and we're moving in the right direction. That sounds great. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. Okay. Thank you.